Camille Joy, the host of the Moments of Joy podcast. This podcast is dedicated to super moms that don't always feel so super, trauma victims that need an example of how God can bring you through, and for those of you that are looking for a little joy. Welcome to the show. I need the joy, the joy of the Lord in my heart. I need to make an exchange. This episode of the Moments of Joy podcast has been brought to you by my favorite tea company, BC Wellness Teas. BC Wellness organic teas are sourced from around the world and blended with love and joy, all the way in Connecticut. Herbs are a gift from God, and BC Wellness Teas Loose Leaf Blends are created with the highest quality of teas, herbs, and spices. Tea time is any time. That's the slogan of the company's founder, Terry Carson, and her family. They pride themselves in helping you find healthy solutions for your wellness challenges. All of their delicious teas provide different wellness benefits. Visit them today at bcwellnessteas.com. Hey MVPs, welcome back to another episode of the Moments of Joy podcast, your favorite podcast. (laughs) Thank you so much again for joining me on another episode. I have a pretty amazing guest that I'm going to share with you today. We sat and we chatted and we had some really good discussions and I think that it's going to be really helpful for you guys. Um, Before we get started, don't forget to download and subscribe. Um, Thank you for sharing this show, and I'm so excited that we are almost done with 2020, and I'm excited for all of the wonderful things that will meet us in 2021. Before I read the bio of my guest, I wanted to share with you guys, I just spent some time praying for moms, and I couldn't possibly know every single mom in the world But God does. Moms have such a weight to carry, married or single. We are the glue that holds together our family. As I cried out for my own strength today, I found myself crying out for mothers around the world. So today, God has given us a new measure of strength, a new measure of peace, and a new measure of joy. I bind the spirit of depression. I bind the spirit of defeat. I bind every spirit of darkness that has been launched out against you and your family, and I speak the peace of God over you today. I speak the joy of the Lord. I speak renewed strength to you that is listening to this today. Be blessed. Today, I'm sitting down with a special guest, Dr. Latanya Moore. Dr. Moore completed her PhD at the Chicago School of Professional Psychology and Organizational Leadership 
She provides coaching and spiritual consulting services to those who are ready to walk in alignment with their God-given goals and vision. Dr. Moore is the host of the Spirituality Podcast, the place to receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Through topics, experience, and application, she seeks to increase spiritual maturity and advance the kingdom of God. I'm so excited to introduce you today, Dr. Latanya Moore. Welcome to the Moments of Joy podcast, Dr. Latanya Moore. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's such an amazing opportunity and to have you here on the show today. I know that you're going to bless the people with yeah. what you will share today. Um, I can't even really remember how I stumbled upon your page. <laughs> I really, I was trying to think back to how did I even find you, but I can't even remember. Really? Probably the I, podcast communities. Because one I, thing I'm realizing is that we are strong out here. We are. <laughs> we are. That's right. <laughs> and we stick together and we are yes. just helping each other. And so yes. I, I just begin to follow you, like like you said, like you know, we do in the community. And and I just noticed that you were um not only a counselor, but you are someone who really focused on spirituality and releasing what the Lord puts on your heart and being led by the Holy Spirit. That grabbed me in the in the caption right there. Um, Come on, mm-hmm. as someone who just doesn't put on the religion, but um, is truly led. Um, yeah. Myself. So I honor your gift today and Thank you. welcome again. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Definitely honor every time I get an invite and um, and especially from my women of faith. And so um, that's always exciting to me. So yeah, so happy to be here. <laughs> so we're going to get right into it with you. Um, okay. You are a therapist. Um, you, you counsel, but you are also doing spiritual coaching and counseling right now. But how did that become something that you even got into? Yes, that's a great question. So um, I knew at a very early age that I wanted to help people. Um, in eighth grade, I wrote down on a notebook, you know how they ask you, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, all of these questions. And they were serious at this point because, you know, you're the eighth grade, you're thinking, you're kind of thinking about colleges already, you know? And so I wrote down a college that I wanted to go to. And I also wrote down that I wanted to be a therapist. Um, and people ask me all the time, like, how did you even know what a therapist was? You know, um, that's such a great question. I cannot remember. And even as I was just praying about um, to God about God, what, you know, what did I see? What did I experience to, you know, make me want to go in this profession? Um, and God was just reminding me of my purpose, right? Where, you know, I know I've been placed on this earth, you know, not only to motivate and inspire, but to motivate and inspire in a way that promotes healing that promotes freedom, that promotes progression. And so I thought, okay, I couldn't have chosen a better profession <laughs> because I really feel like it, it encompasses so many of my gifts. So, um, you know, what inspired me? Great question. It had to be God. I just didn't call it that at the time, right? Um, but in eighth grade, I wrote down that I wanted to be a therapist. And so I followed that thing through, you know, I went to college, undergrad and grad, and I received, um, you know, degrees in therapy. I became a licensed marriage and family therapist, 
Um, and then I wanted to continue that journey just really um, outside of the therapy room because I was working in organizations and seeing that, you know, the organizational structure needed to be changed as well in order to, you know, really help our families. And so um, I went on to go get a PhD in organizational leadership and really, you know, use my gifts in that way. Um, and I always say too, organizations are just like, you know, I do the same type of therapy with organizations. It's an organization made up of people and people need behavior change. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's um, how I kind of got into therapy for sure. I, I was just reminded of Jeremiah 29 and 11. Like Come on. God knows the plans that he has for you. Yes. There's no doubt in that story that he definitely put that on your heart. And it mm -hmm. made me think about myself as you were talking. I'm like, how did I <laughs> um, get into cooking and podcasting? But my yeah. mom, for Christmas, she used to buy me plastic fake food all the time. Uh-huh. In the grocery baskets. And, and yes. that was like my favorite gift. I would mm. just love the, the fake food. And um when I was a little girl, my dad used to work at the radio station. Oh nice. He would give me like two minutes at the end of his show to say hi to everybody I could think about in life. <laughs> <laughs> but what he did was like plant a seed and, absolutely and um, you know, that microphone has just been been my way of life now <laughs> absolutely yeah so you're used to the microphone yeah. and don't you love it when god just reminds you when he sparks that memory you know and oftentimes it really does relate back to our childhood right mm -hmm. um that there was something that was being cultivated in us in childhood we just didn't know what to call it yet yeah. um or what it really meant to us so that's yeah. an amazing story too yeah we were talking a little bit off camera and you shared with me um your your journey into even coming to christ um we were sharing yes. and and yours looked a lot different than mine do you do you mind sharing that absolutely so um yes when you were talking about growing up with, with ministers as parents i'm like mm -mm, not my story um <laughs> i was definitely i always i place it in seasons like i had this re, um religious season and it lasted for a really long time really up until i was about 30 years old and it was because I was, um, I did what I saw, you know, I went to church, but left the same, went to church, left the same. And, and I knew about God. I knew about, you know, Jesus, I was raised in a Baptist church. Um, but again, I never applied anything that, you know, the pastor was saying. Right. Um, and, and so one day, um, it wasn't like a, a day that I can distinctly remember, but I do recall getting into a place where I said, you know what? I need to know about this for myself. You know, I felt like I was like standing on another man's face. And wow. so I, what I, what I say journeyed into this relationship season and it really, and it's one of the things I say on my podcast all the time. It really developed because I spent time with God. I mean, I started spending so much time with God. I mean, I had this regular kind of, you know, this routine with him, but it became regular to the point where, um, you know, I would pray every day at 5.30, 5.30 p.m. Because your girl is not an early bird <laughs> at all. <laughs> That's not my ministry. <laughs> so um, so 5.30 p.m. And I remember distinctly one day, I was doing something around the house and, and it felt like a strong presence came over me. And it's like God was reminding me, like tugging like, hey, what are you doing? Come on, it's our time together. And, um, and that's when I built this relationship with him, right? Um, and I really, really enjoyed that time so much so that it continued to push me 
into the place where I felt released. I felt released. I'm like, all right, so I got this. You know what I mean? I can start to tell other people about Christ now. Like I know enough myself. You know, I'm still learning my Bible, and but I I knew enough, you know, through this relationship. Um, and then that pushed me. Now reading my word, reading a ton of books, having that relationship pushed me in what I call my radical season. Um, and that is the where I am now. I, I feel like I'm still there, and I, I call it radical, but it's really just what God told us to do. Anyway. <laughs> um, and so um, I'm, I'm now in that season where, you know, I'm doing exactly what he tells me to do. I mean, I am walking in a level of obedience that is whoop, mind blowing. Okay. When I say Holy Spirit led, if he tells me to turn right, I'm turning right type of. Oh, right. <laughs> yes. I mean, in the drive through um, a couple weeks ago, I'm fasting now. So I haven't been to Chick-fil-A in a while, but I love Chick-fil-A and like literally started praying for somebody in that line so listen that's where i am <laughs> i feel you on the obedience and i said to someone recently that i can't be on the side of disobedience when the lord tells me to do something it, he doesn't a lot of times have to tell me twice because i've been on the other side of saying something and me that's not good it. and and the lord does not play he gives he does not even, but he will let you walk out for years your act of disobedience when he mm -hmm. told you and mm -hmm. giving you instruction he gives us grace yes he come on really that sounds like a whole book title right there when you've been on the other side wow <laughs> when i hear i'm just even if it's a family move that's why we came all the way to texas because i was like we gotta move god yeah. move. everywhere i look it's texas lord uh, uh hubby uh -huh. god, let's go <laughs> Yeah, that's a great question. So why, I would say, um, why? Because you deserve to be healthy, because you deserve to be whole, because you deserve to be free, because you deserve to be healed, you know? Those are like all of the whys. Um, I think it's so interesting because when I think about when, a lot of people get caught up in this notion that something has to be wrong with you. That you have to have something going on to go to therapy, that you must have, you know, experienced something really, really horrible in order to, you know, talk to someone about it. I like to debunk that myth on today to let all of moms, all of our moms know that, listen, that is not the case at all. Um, you know, I think it's so interesting because there are times when we just need somebody to talk to and we might have friends, we might have family members, but what about somebody who's been sworn to secrecy? I mean, you sign a whole confidentiality agreement when you go in, right? Um, and so go in and just really express yourself. I love to, I would also say, um, you know, if you have experienced any trauma, well, mo that's most of us. Mm -hmm. Most of us have experienced some type of trauma and especially some type of transition. So any of those things that have happened in your life, definitely it's a good time to go to therapy. Um, in therapy, you know, we focus a lot on ACEs now. Those are adverse childhood experiences. I want everybody to go look those up. If you had an incarcerated parent, if you, you know, had a family that family member that was on drugs, or if you experienced divorce as a child, or you know, any type of abuse, we call those ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. And so, you know, there's a lot of focus on ACEs and you know any trauma and things that you have experienced as definitely a why to go to therapy. 
but there's also just normal transitions of life. Right. Moving to Texas, that's the reason to go to therapy. <laughs> you might want to talk it through, right? Yeah. So, um, so I would definitely say there's always this is it's never a you know right time, quote unquote. It's always a good time. Um, and why? Because you deserve to be healthy, you deserve to be whole, you deserve to be free. Yeah. So I I think that that is so um so true and amazing. Um when we moved from Connecticut to Texas, mm -hmm. I did start therapy. Okay. And I put my 13-year-old in therapy as well. And his mm -hmm. therapist said to me, he's going through culture shock. I didn't yes. realize that that was a real thing. I, you know, I've heard it, but uh -huh. I didn't realize it was a real thing that could deeply affect you. <laughs> Especially for teenagers. Yeah. You said 13? Mm -hmm. mm. Yep especially for for middle school age where they're really trying to find their identities right um and that's one of the things to really be attentive to for sure so that is amazing that you put him in therapy too everybody in this house is in therapy come on <laughs> and this is 2020 before this year ends we just gotta make sure we seal it up we be whole healed and we're gonna move forward in purpose come on in a in a blossomed way so yes in that way and therapy was never talked about and um, that's that leads me into our next point because um especially growing up with parents who were christian and african-american it was sort yeah. of a thing where you want to take everything to jesus or mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. told that if you go to therapy um a lot of people have this notion that you're crazy or you're gonna mm -hmm. want medicine or yeah. um, all these different crazy things so you start to look at therapy like no, I don't want to talk right. crazy. So, right. So why do you think that is? You know, I love the black church. <laughs> and at the same time, they have taught us some things that it's like, okay, you know, where did you all get this from? Because surely you didn't you didn't pull it from the same book I'm reading now, you know. Um, you know, growing up, my great grandmother used to say all the time, you're gonna be a shrink. Mm. Like, you know, like that was a bad thing, you know, you don't need to be a shrink because you know, they talk to the crazy people. I'm like, absolutely not. That is not what this is. You know, I believe wholeheartedly that God, um, God has given us, you know, tools and he's given us strategies, right? Um, he's given us wisdom as well. And I know that we believe as Christians that, you know, we can be healed, we can be delivered. Look, I walk wholeheartedly in healing and deliverance, okay? I will set out a deliverance prayer in here right now. Yes. But the thing okay. is... <laughs> And I also know that God has given us wisdom, right? He's given us, he's also placed the talents and the skills and the gifts in people, right? To work through them to really help promote that healing. And so, you know, that is where I come in as a therapist. And so I believe um, Dr. Anita Phillips always says um, that prayer is a tool and therapy is a strategy. Yeah. When I think about that statement, it really makes me think about like a toolbox right? And let's just say you were, you know, trying to screw in a screw. And so you grab your toolbox and you get your screwdriver out and you start, you know, you know what, I'm going to use this tool, right? This screwdriver to, you know, use it on um, this screw to put this screw in the wall. Well, your strategy matters. 
You can't just pound on that thing and think that it's going to go in, inside the wall. You have to use the right strategy. And so I believe that God has given us all wisdom, right? He has given us all, you know, the ability to, um, you know, have and utilize these strategies. So um, I love, again, the Black church. And I also say, you know, we're evolving. We're evolving. Um, but definitely prayer, deliverance, fasting, you know, healing, all of those things and therapy because it's a practical tool that you can use. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Now, um, on this podcast, we have a large um, mommy community, Christian mommy community. So I wanted um, you to give us practical tips um, on staying mentally healthy and spiritually healthy, especially with the demand of the holiday season coming up. Mm, That's really good. There are three things that I would say about being mentally healthy. Um, One, protect your peace, sis. Okay, protect your peace. Um, you know, we um, as women, especially, take on so much as you know, being a responsibility uh, for households. Maybe not financially, but with so many other you know arenas in the household. Um, and then you know, just as you said, the holidays are coming up, right? And there's so much pressure on moms during the holidays, right, to deliver, to to um, to cook, yeah. to you know, ensure that all the toys are purchased and the things that everybody want, right? Um, you're doing everything. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. Okay. So this year, uh-uh. Let's not play superwoman this year. Let's take a moment to protect your peace. It's all right if they don't get everything, right? It's okay if you left one dish out. Protect your peace. Because the moment that you feel it leaving, let's reel it right on back in. <laughs> um you know, so that's definitely one thing that I would say. The other thing that I would say too is. Um, routine, 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 routine. As much as you can, as much as you can, plan for your day. You know, plan for your day. Don't let your day, you know, take over for you, right? Um, and so I, I often do that in the mornings. You know, I kind of set the intentions for my day. I set, you know, I'm like, okay, God, I always say, Holy Spirit, I employ you. You know, I employ you to work through me. I employ you. If you want to disrupt anything I have going on, so this is your day, you know? So really being intentional about, you know, kind of planning and leaving, um, allowing time and room and space for Holy Spirit. Um, so those are two things. You know, the third thing, and I guess it kind of is on the line between mental and spiritual. We can talk about spiritual as well. But that employing Holy Spirit is so, so, so important because I really feel like it sets the tone, right? And so as a mom, reminding yourself to give yourself grace and employ Holy Spirit throughout the day, right? Um, Even when you're having times when, you know, things are frustrating or what have you, but really employ Holy Spirit and give yourself some grace. That was mentally. Um, Spiritually, woo, going this time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the first thing that's coming up in my mind is availability. Mm. It's to be available to God. Because what I see, even as I'm visualizing right now, is the hustle and the bustle and the moving around and the getting off schedule and the, you know, leaving routines behind and and thinking about everything that needs to be done or, you know, having a million tabs open in your mind, um, but not leaving room for Holy Spirit, not um, being available for Holy Spirit. And so spiritually, I would say, get you some time in, in your prayer room, in your, in your closet, in your corner, you know, mine is just right in front of my couch, whatever space you use 
and um, and spend time uninterrupted with your father. Definitely. And I believe he's going to guide the rest. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, <laughs> that's it. I think a lot of times... Uh, with children, especially if, you know, a mom has multiple children, that can mm-hmm. be an issue. And before you look, you, three or four days don't went by and you didn't spend mm-hmm. quality time with God. And Woo. then you're, you flipping on the whole house and it's like, whoa, wait a minute. I yeah. I'm feeling it and a refreshing. Yeah. Um, that is so true. Sometimes I find myself just um, having to sacrifice and get up in the morning. This morning yeah. I woke up at, 544 and I was like I was gonna fight for that last 45 minutes of sleep and the Holy Spirit was like hooray I heard praise <laughs> and I was like yes and I got right up listen <laughs> Listen, I love it. I was literally, I posted that not too long ago and I'm like, I'm up there trying to get my last little bit of sleep. My Holy Spirit is like, wakey, wakey, let's go. You don't know what the Lord will use you to pray for in that morning. I remember um, one day I was praying early in the morning um, before I was, you know, got ready for work and God just had me praying over fires at my job randomly. And so I, I was the manager who locked up at night. Oh, wow. The whole day went by, and at the end of the night, I found a fire in the elevator in the basement. Wow. And we had to evacuate the whole building, and of course, you know, call 911, but oh my God, how much more detrimental would it have been if I didn't intercede over the fire? Yes, yes. We have to be available, and this morning, he just had me praying over one of my sons, and Mm. you know, we don't know what that will block you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's amazing. Listen, when you call the intercession, mm-hmm. powerful. Okay. That's, that's the whole tool and strategy right there. I'm telling Absolutely. you, you know, that interceding will definitely interrupt the plan of the enemy. So yeah. come on, Definitely. sis, putting out fire right. <laughs> in the spirit. <laughs> it's a song. Even when you don't see it, he's working. So it's even working. when he words into the atmosphere, we we don't see them physically, but in the spirit, they are dismantling. They are yes. down fortresses. They are at no. work. So God is working. Yes, that's good. Yes. My Lord. Yes, Lord. <laughs> so um, can you share a time with us in your personal life that maybe um, was dark, a dark time or a God definitely mm-hmm. pulled you through? Yeah. Um, you know, I, you know, I had a couple dark times um, <laughs> as I think about dark times. One time that I can think about in particular is when I felt like I was stuck. Um, I, I don't know if you ever come to the place where it feels like, wait, like I'm not, I'm not going backward. You know, I'm not regressing, but I'm also not going forward. Right. Um, and I was just in this place of just really feeling stuck. Like, I didn't know what to do next. Like, I didn't have any direction. Like, I didn't have any clarity. Like, I had no next steps. I was stuck. Mm. And, uh, and I, I really got into this place where, you know, it was, it was kind of this pity party on myself. Like, oh, I, I'm successful, but, or I've done these things, but, you know, now I was just kind of in this stuck place. And, um, and I really used this time to just really think about, you know, what my goals were to really recenter myself and really think about, you know, what I was supposed to do next. 
And I birthed so many things in that season of just feeling in neutral because I felt like I wasn't the only one in neutral. Someone else had to have been feeling this way. So for a while, you know, um, I just got into a place where I really, um, I, I was isolated. At least I felt isolated, but I was really incubated. Mm. where I was producing something. I was really producing something. Um, and I had to learn to change my perspective to see it another way that, you know, hey, I wasn't stuck. I was in a place where really God was downloaded. He needed me to sit still. Yes. He needed me to sit still because yes. I was doing hashtag team too much. Uh -huh. And so because of that, you know, I was able to produce a lot of things during that time. Um, and I actually, and I started to get visions and more visions and more visions of myself and what I was supposed to be doing next. So, um, so definitely, you know, that was a dark time. And at the same time, you know, just like, just like photos are developed in the darkness, right? Some things were developed in that dark place. So um, I'm very appreciative of that dark place for sure. Yes, I, I know that was prophetic because I've just been here in incubation all uh, <laughs> for the past probably month now. So really? Lord, I hear you. That's what it is. That's what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we close, can you just tell us a little bit about what you're doing now and what you are offering? I know you have an amazing podcast. Yes. So tell everyone where they can find you and, and what you're offering to the people right now. Absolutely. So I do have an amazing podcast called Spirituality Podcast. The T is an acronym for Topic, Experience, and Application. And, um, and really, that was birthed from a vision where I saw myself at a microphone. And I saw these practical tips, these just really um, basic topics, what I thought were basic, but now I know are you know, really, really good topics. Um, and so I just completed um, 25 episodes and I'm about to start season two. So I'm excited about that. Um, in the midst of all of, you know, the episodes, God just really started downloading um, slogans and, you know, um, things for me to put on t-shirts. And so I started what I call a kingdom products line. Um, so I did a, a line for season one and there's a line coming out for season two as well. So feel free to check that out. Um, and then in my, in my amazing time as um, a coach, a consultant, a therapist, God has given me the ability, you know, through my gifts to really, you know, engage in spiritual consulting. When I tell you, Camille, I bring all of my gifts together in spiritual consulting. So it encompasses my therapy brain, my organizational brain, and my spiritual brain. Um, but during spiritual consulting, I have one hour sessions. And during these sessions, I lead with prayer and I end with prayer. And I really allow Holy Spirit to guide the entire session, right? So it's all about gaining clarity from God. It's all about, you know, getting aligned and walking in alignment with God's will for your life, right? So whatever those things are that you need clarity on, whatever it is that you feel like you need, you know, um, this is kind of what I call tap in with God about. We sit down and we talk about those things and I pull down uh, heavenly resources, okay, um, during that time. And I spend time after, you know, really um, giving all of my clients what I call the vision roadmap that talks about God's goals, right? What are God's goals for your life? Obviously, he, he placed a purpose in you before you were forming your mother's womb. So baby, we have to tap into it. Yeah. Um, then we think about your goals. 
We think about, you know, the promises of God and what they say. We think about strategies um, and we move forward with that plan. So that is spiritual consulting. I'm absolutely loving spiritual consulting and I'm loving, um, you know, getting ready for season two of the podcast as well. So y'all come follow me. I'm at the Dr. Moore, um, T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. Um, and then the podcast can be found on all podcast platforms. Yes, and I yes. will put all of your information in the description of the show so that Thank they can you. follow you and book their session. This was awesome. And I know that God <laughs> is going to set something up with us. Sisterhood is coming. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, Let me just say this last, this last thought that's like literally in my spirit. Um, because being a mom doesn't come with the handbook right? It doesn't come with a handbook. Um, and I was just talking about employing Holy Spirit. Well, what I'm hearing God say right now is to surrender. Surrender your title of motherhood. Surrender your title of being a mom. Surrender everything that relates to being a mom daily, right? And say, God, I give this to you. I give motherhood to you. I give my position, my role, you know, as a mom to you. Do what you see fit. God, even as I open my mouth, you know, only you come out. As I parent on today, God, you know, you take over. So really allowing God to just, um, you know, have permission, you know, to take control over all of your motherhood experiences. So I'm just hearing that word surrender. So I had to say that. <laughs> yeah, I never even thought of saying that, honestly. <laughs> take over my mother. My mm, motherhood. Have yes. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned that you pray out of your session. So I would love for you to pray us out of this podcast today. Absolutely. So Lord, we just thank you. Father God, I thank you for Camille, oh God. Lord, I thank you now, God, that she has dedicated her life, oh God, to a purpose, God, that she is following in the footsteps, oh God, that you have planted in place for her, oh God. Lord, I thank you right now for Moments of Joy podcast. I thank you for every listener that is under the sound of our voices right now, oh God. Father, I thank you right now that your presence is surrounding them in their homes, oh God. Lord, I thank you that your strength is taking on new levels, oh God, in their homes, oh God. Father God, I thank you right now, oh God, that they have been called. I thank you for every mother who is listening right now, oh God, and who is making choices right now, oh God, to, to go to therapy, to, you know, send her children to therapy, oh God, to become healthy, to become whole. Father God, I thank you right now for being Jehovah Shalom in their lives, oh God. Lord, I thank you for being peace. Hallelujah, God. Lord, I thank you now, oh God, that you're an all-knowing God, and I thank you, God, that you know all of their heart's desires, you know all of their needs. And Father, I thank you, oh God, that those needs and those desires are so supply in abundance. Father, thank you for this, this podcast recording. We commit it back to you, oh God. We pray that the ears that hear it, oh God, will, will something will be revealed, oh God. Something will bring them closer to you, oh God. Lord, we thank you right now for this time. We thank you for your presence, oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for coming on today. Yes, thank you. you. And we'll be hearing from you again soon. All right. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>